LF podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not so hidden temptations. <laughs> we are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring people to the show who know what they're talking about and can help you with some of these aspects of your life. You only live once, so why not live a life worth living? On the show today, we have runway fashion model and aspiring fashion guru, Dr. Zara Ibrahim. We sit back and talk chat about modern women in fashion, being bold but soft, ruling with the world with an iron fist and a velvet glove, and how to capitalize on different facets of yourself. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this conversation with Zara Ibrahim. So today we're sitting down with Zara Ibrahim. How are you today? I am good. How are you? Oh, fantastic. So tell us what you do in one to two sentences. So I am currently a physician, um, but I also am a professional runway model, and I've been doing it for quite some time. Okay, awesome. So being in the fashion industry for a long time, tell us kind of a little bit about how fashion reflects the standing of women in society right now from someone in this fashion industry. I think that's it's such an important point because I think what happens a lot of the times is we get sort of caught up and shifted into a protocol or image that you're supposed to be and supposed to stand in and that that couldn't be more you know what is it a house of cards that's like i've actually never seen it but yeah i agree with that statement yeah yeah and it's and it's kind of like when i was going through everything through medical school undergrad all that stuff i was you know i love everything with arts and fashion and being creative and it was always interesting to find the resistance that existed in that when i tried to be myself and try to explore that avenue they're like no you have to be in this specific um compartment so i think that it's very important it's very vital to like who you are so, like, a lot of things I kind of wonder about is, like, women in the office, right? Outfits that are appropriate or inappropriate. And I think a lot of people really don't know what makes sense. For men, like, super casual is super easy what to wear. But for women, you can kind of, if you're, let's say you're going out on a date after work, mm-hmm. you can't wear something that's going to look really great for you on that date, but also, like, look okay at work that's not going to have someone ruffle your feathers, if you will. <laughs> I mean, so, so yes, that is true. So my kind of advice on that is there's always a way to showcase your personality in your clothes. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be, I mean, especially if it's a professional setting, whether it's a hospital, an office, a, wherever, like a courtroom, whatever it may be. Uh, a lot of times what I'll recommend, it could be something as fun as sort of bringing out your personality in your shoes or accessories mm-hmm. or even like the style of your hair. Because at the end of the day, you know, there is a certain level of professionalism that is ex- uh, expected. Mm-hmm. But to kind of transition that to evening wear, that's kind of my specialty. I'm actually really good at that. So what you do, like, um, so say for example, you know, you have plans to go out that evening and you don't feel like carrying six bags on the bus and doing a, a whole fashion show in the bathroom before you head out. Sounds interesting. Every woman has done that and they know exactly what I'm talking about. And you're like, hold on, give me 15 minutes. And so what you do is, um, 
if you can get like a really nice blouse um, that has like, for example, if it's a lower cut blouse with kind of something like like a fitted lace undertone and like really nice, do your hair that day um, and really nice accessories. And if you have like a great pant to go with it, all you have to do is maybe change your shoe or change a blazer and if you've already transitioned it into like an evening wear. Mm -hmm. So it's little things like that. Um, but I, I love actually people who I see showcase their personality, even with men, if they have like ridiculous cufflings that stand out, they catch my attention right away because I'm like you know what that person's confident with who they are but they're able to balance those two so I always look for those flags yeah I think uh, adding a little something makes you feel good about yourself doesn't need you to be stopped in the street like there's a guy in my office building who I'll say his fashion sense is very bold he always wears some sort of crazy hat mm -hmm. uh, has like a tie and a shirt that don't match and like some really like flashy shoes, and he thinks he's the coolest guy in the history of mankind, which is you totally. He sounds like the coolest guy. And I mean, like, I'm not one to judge. I love people choosing their own styles, but like, I've had other people to like that dude. I don't know what he's wearing. Like, I don't get it. But for him, every day he feels good. He's kind of part of the customer service. He smiles. He's greeting everyone. And you come in the office building, like you're feeling good about yourself around him. So I think some people kind of go over the top. They don't fit in with what they're trying to put on, like. For St. Pants, I'm wearing a green jacket, and then it's going to be awesome, but you don't feel good getting all that attention, but was it something small? How do you kind of help people in that regard, too, is really choosing the right kind of style for them, opposed to wearing something that's really not their style? Right, so that's, that's a great question. So an important point I want to stress is fashion itself, the reason it's so vital, mm -hmm. it's not about like the name brand or it's it's about how it makes you feel. Mm -hmm. And that confidence that you get showcases in your work with your friends, with your colleagues, and that's super important to remember. Again, it doesn't have to be like a $3,000 pair of shoes, but it's like, like you said, when that guy walked out, yeah. he felt like, yeah, I've got this. Mm -hmm. But there is a fine line between, again, you don't want to, be the person that can be caught landing a plane, but you also want to be able to, you know, because your colors are so bright. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is if you like bold colors, which is great, you always need to balance it. So for example, if you have like a bright green blazer, everything else should be softer. Mm -hmm. Like the shoes should be softer. The accessories should be softer. It shouldn't be where I'm looking at you. And I, there's 10 different things that I can't, my eye can't keep track of. It has to be one bold piece that is being showcased. Like think of it as, as a piece of art in a gallery. And then again, you don't want too much noise going around for the outfit because then it's like, okay, it, it, you kind of lose your power in that and then your confidence might not be as much. So, Like for tonight when I'm going to uh, this art event, I'm actually wearing just basic button-up, some kind of flashier jeans, and the shoes I'm wearing are my Jordans are customized with my podcast logo on it. So there it's you go. over the top. Yeah. Exactly, because if you have like that one accent piece and the rest kind of falls or drapes to it, that's perfect. You know, even if it's something, even a lot of people like black, even if you wear black on black, but you have like a really beautiful accessory to showcase, like that's perfect, you know? So how do you think kind of what you wear, like, um, unfortunately allows people to like judge you on certain things, like on they stopped you on the street or like eating <laughs> or something? Okay. Like, the assumptions are from that. Like, how do you avoid people making the wrong assumptions and you just want to express yourself just as you are? So I feel like no matter what you do or what you say, people are always going to make assumptions. Mm, like, that's okay. given. Um, and so as long as you are confident in what you wear and that you're you're comfortable with your style and comfortable with yourself, you know, somebody may come up and say something, but the biggest thing that I've seen that sort of shuts that down in, like, mm. a second 
is how you present yourself. So, for example, even if you're wearing, like, you know, say, fuchsia from head to top bottom, and you're, like, dancing at the Drake or something. But, I mean, but the way you conduct yourself, like, the confidence that... The demeanor that shuts it off right away because then they get so blown away by you, mm-hmm. they're just like, "Wow, I wish I had the confidence to to do that." So you can't you can't let it. I mean, you're always gonna get positive and negative attention, but I mean, you can't let that hinder who you are. How do you kind of handle like the uh, barrage of compliments if you wear something a little bit um, flashier, like? Let's say you're at a networking event and you kind of put on like a nice dress, right? So you definitely stand out a little bit more than everyone else. So like, mm-hmm. oh, that dress is so beautiful. It's the 97th time you heard it that night. How do you kind of take that sincerely opposed to someone just saying that to say it to you? Like, how do you kind of move it more towards the business aspect of conversation opposed to something that could possibly not be business-oriented? Um, so, yeah, so that's a great point because a lot of times people will be nervous and so they'll start kind of say something to break the ice mm. not knowing that it might be the 97th time yeah. that you've heard it. <laughs> but I always tell people to kind of read the temperature of the room or the situation. Okay. So if you can tell that the person's, like, trying to initiate, like, a positive conversation, I always like to kind of joke about it. Mm. I'll just be like, um, you know, I'll say something like, oh, you know, I don't match anything to, like, the disco balls in this room or something, <laughs> something to kind of immediately change it into a playful mood versus something that you know may go the other way or it may make you feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and then right after that I kind of shifted into the topics I need to be discussed if it's a professional setting if they continue to be like oh my gosh but no it looks great on you if I start to feel like their mindset and goals are not in line with mine I'll just politely like excuse myself from the conversation and move on you know be like thank you so much that's great you know but you know have a great evening and I'll just do that so you know, in a very polite way, be like, thank you, but no thank you. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a quick retort for, like, uh, stuff on the street or just, like, in passing where people say something, uh, how to kind of handle those compliments without, like, kind of ruining your mood? Like, for example, on my end, I have this 1970s brown leather jacket, and I say, every time I wear it, some guy offers to, like, buy it from me. Which is, like, <laughs> so weird. I'm like, whatever, dude. Like, you know, like, I like... And did like some dumbass smirk, like, yeah, Cobra, Cobra, <laughs> right? And then I actually like because I had that dumbass smirk, like my mood actually went from like the same or like to better, opposed to like, oh, like that was a compliment, but I feel like kind of degraded, like oh, they just want like attention or something. So for women who kind of have more of like the, the cat calls or like, oh, it's like a beautiful outfit, like how do you kind of take it appropriately and then kind of let it affect your mood moving forward? Well, I think that a lot of women can probably um, resonate with this. And I, you know, I mean, like I said, you could be in like sweatpants, you could be in ripped jeans, and you could get any sort of um, cat calling. And at that point, uh, I remember um, this, this, I might get yelled at for saying this, but like, <laughs> I remember this woman that was like, uh, that was in her 20s at this restaurant I worked at. And she, she was this really funny lady. I was a hostess at the time. And she saw, like, all these guys, and she was like, oh, my gosh, I wish they'd, like, pay attention. Like, jokingly. And she said, you know, at my age right now, I hate all of this stuff. She's like, but you better believe in my 70s. I'm going to love it. <laughs> so, like, so, so what I'm saying is, like, I mean, obviously – you know, harassment is, is like zero tolerance, a hundred percent. But my point is when those things happen to not let it ruin your mood, you mm-hmm. just kind of have to take it as with a grain of salt and just kind of move on from it. And don't let someone's like inappropriate behavior or gesture, like hinder your mood because it's going to, like I said, you could be in sweatpants doing laundry. You right. could be in a tank top and shorts and you have a right to do and wear whatever you want at any given time, but that's always going to happen. And that doesn't, 
that should never like peg you down at all. You should be like, you know what? That's how you choose to, to respond. That's not okay. And then you just, you know, obviously move yourself from that situation. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I just try not to take it to heart is mm-hmm. my point. So. That makes sense. So with you and your fashion career just blooming, what are kind of next steps for you in your career? Where do you kind of foresee yourself? So I love, um, I love couture. I love runway. Uh, you know, I just, I've always been so attracted to the arts, especially fashion, because you're in this world that is just so creative and positive and like everyone's just looking at things in a hundred different angles, which is like a breath of fresh air. Right. And so for me, I, you know, at this point, I definitely like doing a lot of, uh, I'm, I'm hoping to get into more of the makeup lines, uh, just kind of showcasing that. I, my personal style is very like edgy, grungy. That's kind of things that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, bold, but with a sophisticated bold is what I call it. <laughs> <laughs> so how does someone find their style? Uh, it's not like what's on discount at like the store the shop at for the day. Like I walk in Nordstrom, Nordstrom's right, right. This looks great. This is my style this week. Like how do people kind of avoid that and find their own personal style? So I think that you have to, I think the biggest way, especially like if you're on a budget, I mean, obviously not everybody can go in and, and spend, you know, like $5,000 at like Nordstrom mm. or something. But again, it's not about the cost of, of a garment. You have to think about it. I always think about it in pieces that when you buy something, ask yourself how you can like, mix and match these pieces with your existing wardrobe okay and then from there you can kind of you start to get more creative about stuff like a simple tank top can get paired with like seven different things mm-hmm. um i would say when you start to find your own personal style it's gonna be the the pieces that you put on that make you feel empowered and okay. make you feel confident um and then just kind of play around with it initially but i also think that you do have to understand your body um and understand uh, sort of what is more comfortable for you, what isn't, and then when you, once you kind of find that niche, you know, you kind of, you begin to sort of expand more in it, if that makes sense. Like, so I remember, like, kind of growing up, like, all the rage was the cool kids wore, like, Abercrombie and American Eagle and all that <laughs> stuff, right? <clears throat> and for me, I, I, well, I didn't grow up, we grew up in middle class, like, upper middle class, so we, my parents, like, bought us clothes we wanted to wear, we needed stuff for mm-hmm. school and not, but I just didn't shop there, and I just, like, and I never had the issue of, like, wearing the same shirt as someone else that day. So when people are kind of choosing their style, how do they... Well, I mean, what, is that mentality fine? Like, you see someone with the same outfit on, uh, in, like, a day-to-day basis? Or, like, how do they kind of choose something that's more exactly them opposed to, oh, like, Kate Hudson wore this shirt. I'm going to wear this shirt now. That's going to be my style. I'm going to be the Kate Hudson style. How do they kind of develop, like, what they really want opposed to what they think they want? So... You mean as in, like, using, like, a model, like, yeah. the fashion trend? Well, this is what going. everyone else is doing, so this is oh, okay. my style. How do they avoid that kind of downfall? So you have to remember, like, whatever is portrayed, like, today mm-hmm. is always going to get recycled a few years from now anyways. Okay. And so it's never going to stay consistent. Like, I know, like, not too long ago, like, a retro thing came back, yeah. you know? And those things are, you know, but that thing existed in the 70s as well. <laughs> so, so fashion always kind of recycles and reinvents itself, so... If it's something like a great example is like Kate Hudson has a specific shirt on, you kind of have to keep in mind and be like, is this a shirt that I can use versatile in like different seasons? Is it something that I have that I can like, if I threw an accessory or a belt on it or a jacket, would it give a whole different look? Because those are the pieces that like I go for. I mean, I want, you should think of it in the sense as like whatever is going is a template and then you should customize what you want okay. so that like, you can try it. But feel free to like play around with different colors, different palettes, and like you'll you'll start to kind of find your own um, your own sort of niche with everything. 
but I just use it as a template. I mean, people say window shopping, they joke about it, but it's a legitimate, you walk around, yeah. you get an idea, and then you sort of be like, okay, well, what do I have in my wardrobe? And then if I got just a few more pieces, it could be new, but you're actually like recycling your own, you know, your own clothes. Yeah. And it's really all that fashion is, you know, just recreating and reusing. Makes all sense. Like, my friend just gave me a, a custom suit when I bought it from him, right? And I wore it for the first time to a gala the other night, and, like, I felt so good in it. Right, like, yeah. Like, like, that was, like, my birthday and Christmas gifts. was a little bit expensive, but, like, I put it on, I walked in, like, I had my new shoes, I just, like, I wasn't, like, awkwardly, like, superman like, watch out, I'm here to, like, show off, <laughs> but, it's, like, I just felt very, very comfortable, and, like, I was a little, like, overwhelmed because there's, like, 2,000 people there, but, like, I just kind of felt so good about myself, like, all right, Whatever happens is fine. Like my day, like spilled like a drink like on my tie. I'm like, eh. <laughs> at least it wasn't on my suit. You know, <laughs> like, it was like just so nice just to like feel good about yourself. And for that, like I didn't know what I wanted. So when I went in to get my suit done, if I find maybe some recommendations, and then kind of said this is based on the way I know you. This is what I recommend for you. So when people go to stores and they're working with the people they're like the helpers there the employees how do they kind of avoid the trap of like buying what they tell them to buy because they should and kind of sticking to their own fashion sense i would say if you i've actually been in that situation mm-hmm. before um because again it, like you said it takes time to kind of find yeah. your own your own fitting and what you like um i remember when skinny jeans were a thing i was like <laughs> i don't know how i feel about this and i actually hesitated for a minute to try on my first pair because i never thought i could pull it off right but when I finally started to sort of, again, use things as templates and sort of get into that, I was like, oh my gosh, I love these. But when you go into a store and you're kind of like, look, I need help. I want to like improve my fashion. They're going to give you recommendations based on what the mannequins are there at the store. Right, right. So you have to be confident to be like, look, because like you said, if you're seeing other things like certain celebrities with certain looks, it might be helpful to be like, these are an example of looks that I like. Mm-hmm. Just be like, it's not all going to be a skinny jean. It's not all going to be like capris or culettes or whatever and so i think that if you give them or give them an idea that you're not looking for strictly what their mannequins in the window are for that could be helpful um and then if they can't offer anything from there i'd go to like maybe a bigger department store that has more options because for example like if you go to like h&m right they're gonna have their line and i know they have a lot of skinny jeans and things like that but if that's not something you're comfortable with uh maybe going to like trying to think um gosh like any other store that that has more of like even express right they have like more dress shirts and you know just kind of mixing and matching with different pieces of like these department stores like that's what i would do and you know what if they recommend something to you i would say try it because you might not know that you like it you might not know how like i always tell people and and this is for women it's like when you get your hair done in a salon and you walk out that day you feel like you got off like a vogue cover magazine like you feel like you can just like and and it's that feeling of that like fresh new haircut that's how you should feel when you walk out with your clothes like you should like that you just know and so it doesn't hurt to like keep kind of like being like okay i'll try on what you recommend and just don't be afraid to be like you know what i don't like it because if anything i've become very particular about what i want and i feel like people are like okay that's awesome tell me what you want so i can guide more with it so how do you find like friends or family who are going to give you fair feedback and how you look opposed to them telling you what you want to hear for instance i just got my haircut (laughs) and i didn't feel like a million bucks coming out of there like i like my stylist i like everything that we did like there that night i'm like 
know, it's, I feel like it's a little short right now, but like everyone's like, oh, your haircut looks so good. And I, I mean, I'm not going to say what I don't like about it, but it has to do with like the way my hair His grows. His hair looks great, by the way, <laughs> just so you know. Just so my hair grows like in the back, right? And like, I joke with people, and I was like, oh, well, of course it looks good as a $400 haircut. And for some reason, every single person I told that to believes me. I'm like, you, like, well, half of them, like, cut my paychecks. I'm like, you know, I can't afford a $400 pay- haircut. But for me, it was like, it's so interesting because I used to wear my hair a little bit differently for a long time, and now I'm coming back with uh, shorter cuts now. And so for me, it's like hard to really see like what I think is good, but I trust my stylist to do what, like, what look good on me. So it's not like something crazy. So it's like very much. How do you kind of help find people that are going to tell you what the, the truth opposed to like what they think you want to hear? So I always, it's so important. I always kind of hesitate when there's always like that yes person. Yeah. That's always like, yeah, it totally looks awesome. And you're like, you lying piece. And so like a real person will tell you like what is wrong and what is right. And so... For example, like, if you are just surrounded with, like, yeah, friends all the time, that might not be the best, um, you know, they're not necessarily going to be as um, forthcoming, but I would say if you really want, like, some positive feedback, if you have, like, um, if you reach out to, like, an upcoming stylist, somebody who's, like, still in training, or if you even talk to, like, your family, but that can be tricky sometimes, because, again, like, their line of what isn't and what isn't, like, could also be a little bit kind of gray, but... um, I would say that, like, so here's the thing, is, like, if you're wearing a piece, what's so important to remember that I think whether it will tell you if it looks good or looks bad, mm-hmm. is you have to watch where the eye line hits. Okay. Like, for example, if, like, I'll use it for a guy and a girl. For a girl, if you had, like, a crop top, whether it's mm-hmm. fitted or not, and you have, like, a low-rise jean, that's too much, because the eye line, it's... It's not the whole point of a crop top is for like a little bit of skin to be showing, which gives you gives it kind of that sexiness sort of with it. And then he's like, yes, this is what I <laughs> and then and then so you want like a higher rise pant, whether it's a legging or like a jean that's typically more fitted. If you do something, if you do like a very loose, like high rise pant, then the crop top should be fitted. Mm-hmm. It has to be, it has to balance. So you have to see where your eye line hits. If it starts to look like it's not, you know, it's making you look shorter or making you look um, certain ways, just think of it almost from like a geometrical sense. And, and that kind of helps with guys. It's equivalent, for example, Um, a good thing is like with like the sleeves, right? If a guy has a dress shirt on, if he has it like rolled up about three quarters up, it almost gives like more length to his arm if he's taller. Mm -hmm. If he's a shorter person, if you roll it up, it's going to make it look shorter. So there's like certain eye lines. So if if somebody, for example, is like five, five, they should have like either a t-shirt or like the full sleeve down. If someone's taller, they can roll it up a little bit. So just think of it in reference to like, you're this beautiful piece of art and you're kind of playing around with these lines and seeing which one kind of makes it like flow together and that takes time it takes practice you know but just it's all about balancing if you're wearing something tight on top it should be looser on the bottom if it's tight on top and bottom you should have like a fun flowy piece on top just something to balance it out yeah. so it's a very long answer I'm sorry well, it's perfect. I mean, like, <laughs> like, the thing that I want to get at is like, you need to play around with what makes sense for you right just yeah. like Going online, buying something that looks good on the model, on the picture, doesn't mean it's going to go well with what you feel good in or that looks good in your body. And there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, for me, I've 
had a change in wardrobe a little bit because I put on some weight over the holidays. He but. did not, by the way. It's lies. And that sound that you heard was me drinking a Starbucks Frappuccino. I'm sorry. I realized it made a weird slurping sound. But. How do you feel about returning clothes? Like You take it home. You wear it. You don't feel good about it. How do people not feel gun-shy about returning things that they don't want? Why in God's name would you ever feel gun-shy? If anything, I'm like, excuse you. I need to return this. Like, don't ever feel ashamed or apologetic for advocating for what you like. You should be proud of it. I mean, obviously, don't wear it, stain it, and take the tags off and just be like, oh, my God, return it. Like, don't <laughs> like the underwear is from last week. <laughs> no, I mean, like, obviously be respectful to, like, the company so they, you know, whatever their policy is, mm. but... No, I tell, I take it back. If so, there's something I don't like, if I didn't have time to try it on, I'll be like, no, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't like this because the more you find that voice where you're like not ashamed or embarrassed to be like, oh yeah, yeah I'm, I don't want to cause a problem. The more confident you're going to get and it's going to trickle over in other aspects of your life with your relationships, with your work. You're like, this is okay. This isn't. This is what I want. This isn't what I want. And it just, if anything, it makes people like drawn to you. You're like, okay, like this person's not going to like give me any nonsense. So I, I am all for that. If you don't like it, return it. You paid for it. <laughs> it's like, they didn't pay you. The usual, uh, was there anything wrong with this piece? Uh, no. Sorry. I just say, you know what? I'll just be like, it's just not something I'm really interested in. Or you know what? Nothing's wrong with it. I'm just, I don't want it. Do you want a cash credit or store credit? <laughs> I hate when they say store credit. It's like, obviously I don't want your store. No, but, but I mean, sometimes if they say store credit, then, and, and even if you're not happy about it, I would just use it to buy like accessories. Mm. You know what I mean? You don't have to like buy another piece. That's always like, like I think forever 21 does that. Like I think they give you credit and they don't give you, I don't know if they give you actual like cash back, but just get some accessories, get some things that, you know, you have like your loungewear professional, I guess something that you don't mind, like, getting destroyed in a few weeks so fashion dressing well is the baseline to be more confident which allows mm-hmm. people to be better off in other parts of their life so more of the story dress well be yourself <laughs> yeah exactly and don't ever don't ever apologize for like okay for example i am not a huge fan of like floral yeah only because i'm very much a tomboy okay and so for me it's like but i love how it looks on other people mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have, you know, my sister is floral galore, like she loves, which is fine. And, and so for me, it's like, I've tried it a few times, but I didn't feel as confident in it. And so again, you kind of, that's like a process of like, you know, finding your own, your own, um, zone. And honestly, like I'm telling you, confidence is free. Yeah. It's absolutely free. You could be in sweatpants or you could be in a thousand dollar suit. If you're confident, you're confident. And just remember that it's absolutely free. It doesn't it doesn't cost anything. I'm uh, very well familiar with that. I do hot yoga, and my attire <laughs> is Under Armour underwear. I usually wear like under your sports attire. And when I get there, people are like, "What is wrong with this dude?" But for me, like, I wore shorts and a t-shirt, and then restricted me because hot yoga was like 103 degrees. And I'm like, I want to actually do well here, so I'm gonna wear something that I'm, like super flexible in. And then you know what? I laughed myself that way. I don't feel embarrassed when I don't do half the moves because I'm tired and bad at it. 
at least I walk in with a smile and to be like, okay, this guy's a moron, but like, at least he's trying. No, but no, but that's the best part. It's like, don't ever, the second you wake up and you're like, I don't give a flying F what anybody thinks, like this whole, like, uh, just be you, No, because no matter what you do or what you say, somebody's going to have an opinion about it. And you know what? They have a right to have that. It doesn't mean, and you also have the right not to care. So it's just like, so just keep doing what you want to do. Like, have fun with it. The people that I've seen are the happiest are the ones that will, like, okay, I lived in Barbados for a while and St. Kitts, and, like, I would see these people walk out with, like, these giant floral, like, a thousand colored garments and, like, sipping their, like, coconut, and they just were, like, enjoying life, and I'd be like, you are my goal. Like, I was like, I was like, that's, and I mean, you just, you gotta, like, put that stuff aside and be confident and find who you are without apologizing for it in the process. Don't ever, whether you're a guy or a girl, don't ever do that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, please, we've all had that. You know, oh, yeah. Those, like, oops moments where you're like, what was I thinking? You know, and, and you know what? If it happens, it happens. Just laugh about it. I have, like, a thousand stories of, like, I laugh at myself all the time. Uh, I walk on the street, like, laughing at myself, like, constantly. People are like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> what is so funny? I'm like, you don't want to know. And, like, explain it to me. And then it's, like, three, like, steps removed. It's, like, something happened, like, six years ago that, like, Somebody's reminding me of it. It was hilarious. But, like, okay, that was not worth the story. But, I'm like, then don't ask. Like, let me just have fun. Like, laughter is contagious. Let's have fun with people. Can I can I tell the Walmart story? Oh, please. Can, okay, but this is, like, super embarrassing. That's the best part. He, he, may, he may cut this out afterwards. <laughs> no. But, like, just to give you an example of, like, how ridiculous life can be. So, it was a couple months ago. I went to Walmart in the suburbs. And I was just in, like, gym clothes. And, you know, I like running errands with sneakers. I feel like I'm literally running errands. Get it? <laughs> so, like, so then I go to Walmart and I get, like, all this stuff and I get, like, this case of water and then I go out to the parking lot to my car and I parked, like, on the very... I told you this, right? Yeah. I parked on the very first spot in, like, the front of the aisle. And, you know, there's, like, that concrete thing that they... That island thing they put in front of each aisle to, like, separate the, the cars. Median, yeah. The median, yeah. And so I was, like, the very first spot on there. So I go to the car, and, like, as, when I was leaving the Walmart, the guy, like, checked my receipt because I had a case of water. And I was like, okay. So I get to the car, and then this, like, lovely gust of wind just, like, scoops the receipt out of the bag and, like, puts it on the median. And so I'm from the East Coast, and, like, we're very, like, nature, environmental and stuff. And so I was like, oh, I can't litter. So I, like, proceed to, like, gallop over to grab the receipt because I was like, oh, it's, like, 10 feet away. So as I grab it, I'm, like, super excited, so I'm walking back and subsequently somehow trip over the median and completely, like, when I tell you I was planking on my stomach, like, I was full-fledged on the ground. And I was like, what? And then this woman just casually passes by and is like, are you okay? And just keeps going. Doesn't even stop to ask me if I'm okay. And so I get up and before I could even figure out what happened, I look and the shopping cart's gone. It proceeded to roll down the aisle. And so I got up and sprinted after, hence the sneakers, right? So I sprinted after this cart. And then by the time I got back to the car, I just kind of looked up to this guy and I was like, what the hell was that? <laughs> and I like, and I was like initially like bruised and cut. And I was just, and then I just started hysterically laughing for like 45 minutes. And I thought someone sitting at a security in Walmart is dying right now because like, like you can't make that stuff up. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't care what anybody said. I thought it was hilarious. All because you dressed well that day. Exactly. It was just my sneakers. and like the, It's exactly what it was, you know? And I just, 
I mean, you just gotta laugh at yourself. I don't. I mean, it makes life a lot easier. This is a fantastic conversation. <laughs> Anything you'd like to leave us off with before we sign off? Just be you. Always be you. Follow what you want. Do what you want. Even if you're the only cheerleader is you, that's enough, you know? And I'm a firm believer, like, in the underdog in any situation. And so just make sure that, remember this, like, it doesn't matter where you come from. It matters where you end up, and that's your choice. So if you want to walk out like a million dollars, walk out like a million dollars. It doesn't matter what's actually, like, on your skin. But if you feel like that, that's what matters. This was uh, definitely an entertaining episode for sure. I've known Zara for about a year now and we get along so well. I think we have similar interests in the realm of fashion and a few other things. So it's great to just sit back, chat, and record a couple conversations with you. What I love about the, my podcast is you guys feel like you're part of the conversation right there. It's nothing too instructional, but it's fun. It's things you can learn and things you can listen to at your own pace. So I hope you enjoy this conversation with Zara Ibrahim. This episode is sponsored by our friends over at StayCall. StayCall is a social wagering app for the next generation. With StayCall, you can easily challenge your friends to games of skill or even be a third-party judge between mutual friends. Stake your hard-earned cash, a night out of the town, or even just your dignity. They strive to be the most entertaining and most interactive social wagering platform on the market. StayCall is an app that you download on the App Store. Uh, right now it's on iOS only. Soon to be coming into Android, where you can challenge your friends to some fun games. I've challenged some friends to a game of ping pong. I've challenged some game friends to a round of hot wing eating contests. Right now I'm in the challenge of Movember. Things of that nature. Absolutely incredible. Ever have that friend that takes a bet with you and then the other doesn't want to pay up and says, Bro, we never shook hands? No longer a problem with StayCall. You can put it up on social media, share it with your friends, get their pretty judge, problem solved. Check them out at stakehall.io. That's S-T-A-K-E-H-A-U-L dot I-O. Or go to the iOS and iOS store and download them. Stakehall. Check it out now. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference, those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. Writing reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food. Thank you.